You are now listening to Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Fregera. It's a podcast designed to bring awareness on intended or unintended crimes against humanity, how we can rise above it, claim our divine inheritance, and return the soul power to the people. It is our highest intention to bring to you high-quality podcasts. In this recording, however, there were some issues with the sound, which we are hoping does not take away from your experience of the valuable content. Please bear with us as we continue to grow and improve and also expand our message to return to soul power. Thank you so much. Enjoy. <laughs> okay, let me just get something off my system. Um, I know it, it looks or it might sound like I'm not prepared and I'm not. <laughs> so let me just get that out of my system that um, this topic is huge. And I've invited um, Jason White with me and want to hold space for me because this is one that is I'm not very comfortable doing. Two, he has uh, a huge amount of expertise and experience on dealing with people who have been through uh, crimes on humanity. So the intention is to raise awareness that we are already soul-powered. We are already divine human beings. And what is it that's blocking us from fully stepping into that merge of divine and human? This is who we are. This is our essence. It seems that we are being attacked on so many levels. It's, it seems that we are being dumbed down on human consciousness to keep us trapped in survival, in victim mentality, in dependency. You know, there are so many things that is going against our ascension to our soul power. And it, it's really firing me up to say something about what's going on. I invited my friend and confidant, Jason White, on the show. He was also a previous client of mine. He is a genius, especially in the field of breaking out of the mind blocks in order to achieve more in life, in order to um, step into our higher version of ourselves. Jason, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Jason White. Um, I do life coaching um, predominantly in the area uh, integrating with spirituality. From a spiritual perspective, I like to bring in a lot of science behind uh, spirituality. So my practice is called New Life Now Coaching. And um, I've been doing that for probably eight years now. Yeah, beautiful. And uh, Jason, when I talk about crimes against humanity, what pops into your mind? Uh, one of the very first things that pops into my mind is, um, you know, when, when, when humans are actually created, you know, and the first beliefs and thoughts that are injected into us that carry through generation after generation and the things that um, people hang on to with regard to that. Also, uh, as you kind of mentioned, you know, the victim mentality or victimization perspectives, a lot of people 
seem to forget that they have choices and and they they get stuck thinking you know i i'm a victim because of this circumstance and this is who i am as a result and you know you know and, and you're right crimes against humanity is a humongous topic i mean I, you could span all kinds of institutions and industries and politics it's not humane of what with what's happening right now um, once a person kind of has that fearful mindset then yeah lots of things can feel very criminal and and really enhance that victimization like for example you know people that are hurting financially you know your your home could be in jeopardy your your health could be in jeopardy and cultures all around the world are, are, are being exposed and pushed into industry and change and mm -hmm. creates this initial fear which in their uh demographic that's going to carry through epigenetically into more fear and worry and what's going on in this world how come i got to do this and this now and before i was just free to live up anyways i'm kind of going off there but yeah, but I'm, I'm following where you're getting at. Talking about crimes against humanity is the lockdown uh, presented to us in the name of health and safety, hurting us financially. Um, what does that do to your mind? What does that do to your courage? What does that do? It really destabilizes a person to a constant state of worry and fear, which is what you were talking about. And that's just one. Lockdown, masking is just one. I am seeing, oh my God, children being tortured, raped, trafficked. And on top of that, they're normalizing pedophilia. They are uh, lowering the age of consent. It's criminal. Oh, and don't, don't get me started on censorship. Goes right through what you're talking about, about the fear mindset. And it's criminal because that is not our natural state. There's a lot of things going on that is manipulating the masses and really dumbing down human consciousness. So, uh, Jason, back to you. Tie it back for me. You could almost say, biblically, we're in revelations. We're in a state where change has to occur. It is absolutely required. And, and now, based on my research, the conclusions I come to is basically the powers that be know that a lot of people aren't willing to accept. So they come up with bullshit, like a pandemic, to make people so worried or so fearful that um, and so unstable, we're not being told the truth. You know, and we're, we're not being told the truth. Is that what you said? You cut, that, you cut out. I mean, it, it, I, I think, I think human beings could handle the truth a lot better if it was um, given from powers that be or from leadership. And um, and that's exactly why we're doing show that it, it's natural for us to have that human fight or flight, fight or flight and freeze. Yep. Um, and, and that's normal. It, it's wired in us, but it's, it's a physiological response that we, with, with a higher awareness, we can break through. But the thing is, human consciousness has been, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to call it, we've been deliberately dumbed down 
when the powers that be, as you call it, are instituting so many things like vaccines, masking, lockdown, our food supply being poisoned, our air being poisoned, our water being poisoned. I really wish it wasn't intentional. And people are going to wake up from this huge sense of betrayal. I'm calling it, it's criminal, they have blood on their hands. Statistically, um, there's only going to be a percentage of people that choose to rise above and expand their awareness. There's going to be people that are just don't want to wake up. And so we're, we're always going to have this a, a great majority of people in this world that are, that are suffering because they, they don't want to uh, take the initiative. And then, of course, there's some people that are very victimized, like, like you talk about pedophilia. I mean, these children have no choice, you know, so they're, they're being robbed of their experience. One of the best things we can all do is work at taking control of what's going on in our lives. Now with um, a higher consciousness perspective from um, an ascension perspective, the energies are really assisting us now to step into it. So going back to what you said, that there are, are people who are just not going to wake up. And they also have a message in this world, is, and, and, and that is to create contrast. And that is, you know, their contract. That's their soul contract. They love us so much on a soul level that they chose that kind of experience in order to create the contrast, in order to wake up people in a different way through contrasting what is misery and what is joy. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, from the depths of my soul, because you're, you're uh, fulfilling your soul contract. But those who are on the edge, those who are on the fence, and they know, oh my God, this is not what I came here to do. You mean me? <laughs> yes, right? We, we know that there's so much more. We, we know that heaven is available right now. And I, it hurts me to say from what I've gathered, you know, there, there are really atrocious crimes against humanity. And there's an agenda out there that is intentionally keeping us lowering our consciousness so that we are just getting by. Yeah, and um, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. I think it's just going to get worse. The way out of that, to me, in my experience, is to not focus on it. Don't give it your energy. Don't give it your attention because then it becomes much more real for you. And then you're stuck in that, that frequency. It, you know, I don't watch TV. Because to me, it's an insult to human intelligence for the most part. Part of this crime against humanity is, is the amount of distraction. A human being can't handle the amount of frequency and interruptions and distortions that are occurring day yeah. in and day out. And a lot of people don't realize that they're, they're just allowing it. Uh, they, they'll feel stuck simply because they, they're not looking for a mentor, somebody that can help them get out uh, or move forward or move move beyond the the crap that we've been playing around in for the last hundred years the, the the crime against oneself the victimization i mean it's really kind of coming down to that are, are you a victim or are you sort of a perpetrator of your right. life
Right, exactly. People can move in that direction when they take on the integrity within themselves to, to change you first. If you want to change the world, you got to change you. What I love about coaches is, is that we make that possible for people. We're talking about crimes against humanity. Right now, our freedom, our constitutional freedom is about to be destroyed if we, if we do not at least look at what's going on out there. People are like, oh, that's too much for me. I can't look at that. It's a rabbit hole. I totally honor where everyone is at. But for those who are on the fence, who are ready to be the master of their life, to be the creator of their reality, we're talking soul-powered leaders here. How do you then look at what's going on in the world and what is your responsibility? Like for me, I'm, I'm having all these awarenesses. And if I'm aware of it, then that means it's mine to birth. It's mine to make manifest. I talk about holy fire uh, on my webinar. What is it that you're willing to go to jail for? That's the holy fire. What is it you're here to be the solution for? What is it that really irks you? And right now, crimes against humanity is what irks me. Just like what you're talking about, I didn't watch the news since 9-11, Jason. When, it, when there was a talk beginning in February or March, there's a hint or a rumor of 100% vaccination. Oh my God, my antenna went up. 100% vaccination for someone like me who doesn't take medication zero medication. This is what got me into this. Yes, if it's too much for you, if you're, you're overly stimulated by what's going on in the world, yes, you're, you're raising your frequency, raising, vibing up, you know, managing your own energy so you don't end up in jail. <laughs> That's priority, right? That's priority. But if you are in that consciousness where, oh my God, this is huge. I, I need to speak up. I need to share my gifts into the world. I beg of you, please do. Right. Yeah, and you know, everything a, a person thinks is just not right. Uh, do your best to not participate. You know, because the, the less people participate in the things that are just not serving humanity, the faster it's going to go away. Things are going to change regardless, um, and, and it's going to look really bad for a while. But I, I believe it's going to get better, but it's going to be different. And, um, I mean, I could go into conspiracy stuff here about the vaccines and what's really going on. No, uh, it's, it's not so much the conspiracy that I'm, uh, I'm wanting people to get away from this conversation. It's the awareness that, oh, my God, I'm so power. I'm a divine human being. Right, right. And how do you reconcile that? How do you step into that? Right? So let's talk about, you asked me the other day and why I invited you to the show is how I am just horrified by child sex trafficking and uh, pedophilia. And uh, now, you know, the, the courts, the uh, celebrities are talking, or, 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 or even Netflix, right? Even Netflix, you know, 11-year-old girls being sexualized. That's not normal. That's not normal. And it has very damaging consequences to the child 
on an, on an intellectual level, on a psychological level, on an emotional level, on a spiritual level, and on a physical level. I recall our conversation previously. Um, I had talked about um, when I was learning hypnosis, um, the person in there who um, I didn't know at the time, but she had been sex trafficked, sort of an ab reaction where she popped out of the hypnosis and she was just in tears and kind of all shaken up and settled down. She revealed that she had been sex trafficked. And, and, and I worked with her, I got her to relax, put her back under, and then talked her through bringing herself to the present now, because basically what she did is slipped into the past and, and, so there she was, she's feeling it, you know, crying and, and uh, very understandable. And, and so, so I kind of talked her through looking at that past, almost like a movie of someone else's life and realizing though she can really feel the intensity of that, she can take those emotions and direct them towards helping others back. Um, right, right. So, I mean, with sex trafficking being so huge right now, She's a prime candidate for being able to help tons and tons and tons of children um, get through that process because yes. she got through it and she's doing really well. Several of my clients with, um, when their innocence was stolen from them, taken from them, it distorts their concept of self, it distorts their reality, follows them like a shadow through their life. Yeah. And in order to run away from that experience, because they know on a deep level, you know, I'm better than this. They know that on a deeper level, the soul never detaches. It's the soul is always there. And so on a soul level, we know that we are pure. And yet the reality is dictating that this happened to me, therefore I must be bad. I, I deserve to be punished. I deserve all of these things that's happening to me. And that is all they see. They get trapped in that consciousness. And in order to numb that, what do they do? They get um, highly sexual just to numb the pain. They get into addiction, uh, sexual addiction and uh, drug addiction and alcohol addiction in that fear of experiencing that level of pain again and what i love that you're saying is there's a way out there's a way out of that trauma there's a way out of that victim consciousness and then when you go back and work with jason or i you can recontextualize the past so that you can converge the past present and the future right. and see where the direction is of where and you can actually fulfill your soul destiny, because you wouldn't have experienced that if it wasn't preparing you for something bigger and greater and magnificent. It, I, I believe that too. I believe that too. And yeah, it's, it's not that you can really run away from the, the experience, but you made a good point. You can integrate it. Yes. That, that's kind of what uh, will bring a person in their power is because if they're, if, if they're always kind of stuck in a linear belief pattern about the, the, the experience um, and, and they get hung up in the past 
of that linear path, not really realizing, hey, you're not there anymore. Um, they just relive it over and over and over and over. And um, yeah, it can be very painful. It can be very hard to get out of. But, but speaking about emotions, Tess, I wanted to say that one of the biggest things that uh, keeps people feeling like this victim or, or criminalized, if you will, is uh, we're really behind in our emotional development as a species. Mm -hmm. And the more we can get, develop a strength and courage and uh, security in our own vulnerability mm -hmm. of, of awareness of who we are, what we are, the good, the bad, heart, combined, whole, once we start to accept that, um, it becomes a lot easier to, to make changes, to shift, to move, because you, you're then less secure on others. So you talk about dependency, you can start to step out of dependency upon other people. You know, right. Whether that's a government or laws or a religion or whatever you're dependent upon to stepping out of that dependency. I mean, that, that's, that's a huge thing. And it's very, and what gets people out of that is the way they think, how they, right. you know, and what they say to themselves. I mean, the, the words we use and how we use them is literally creating our reality. Yeah, and that goes back to what you said. Really, really the perpetrator is you. Yeah. Really, the one creating crimes on you is you. <laughs> You're going to throw me off on a whole new different tangent now because, you know, talking about emotional, right? And what is, what is the answer to emotion, you know, the acting out, right? The, the, or the rage or what do we do to people who, who have behavioral issues? We medicate them instead of going through that emotional development that you are talking about. And, and, uh, and, and that's another huge crime against humanity is to uh, suppress their emotions to, and, and it's a programming, you know, it's nobody's fault, really. It's a programming that we all um, bought into, right? To, to just sweep your emotions under the rug. Crime against humanity, I mean, uh... Yeah, let's let's break it down. Let let's summarize it. What ha, what has <laughs> what have we learned so far? <laughs> there are different perspectives. There's externally inflicted, um, inhumane things subjected upon people, and there's yes. self-induced, um, and, and the the result is very much the same. But which direction or which perspective are you perceiving your need to change from? You know, right. is it is it they did this to me thinking or i had this experience but now i want a new experience kind right. of thing. Right. Uh, you know whenever we're looking at whatever's going on in the world and feeling like just feeling uh, i i don't know what to do it's uh, you know everything's out of control politics are out of control you know our financial system is out of control there's always going to be controls out there in the world that are imposing themselves on, on others in some way, shape or form. But it, it, that victim mentality 
through understanding how beliefs work and which is really just a repetitive thought pattern, you know, that you hang on to and say, well, that's good enough. So I'll, I'll go with that kind of thing. The more a person realizes the power of changing beliefs um, to their advantage, uh, realize that they, they can start shifting and growing and changing overnight, literally overnight. Literally, yeah, in a heartbeat. The bottom line is um, we are basically like blank hard drives on a computer when we come into this world, you know, and it just gets filled up with shit. And, and you know, you mentioned how do we get people um, regulated when, they, when their emotions aren't really heard, understood, expressed. Um, it, the, the most important thing people need to do is, is minimize distraction. You know, minimize these crazy, you got to quiet the mind so that the body can heal. Because mm -hmm. the body is storing everything the brain is processing. So, you know, first, it's changing how you think to, to get to changing how you feel, to get to changing your experience of reality and um, avoiding distractions. All the things that don't really matter to you in your life, don't pay attention to them because they're just throwing you off course and right. sat with thoughts and ideas that aren't necessarily what you want. Those things aren't aligned with what you want, then, then they're, they're just filling up your brain and causing distractions and problems. And, and people, even, even, even a lot of the um, clinically diagnosed mental health uh, labels, I mean, the, it, where things are today, they're realizing pretty much everybody's just traumatized. And all these different labels of, you know, codependency or narcissism or borderline, all that stuff, it's, it's just trauma. And in, in many cases, complex post-traumatic stress. The, the, and, and it's not that you're necessarily going to cure someone of their... But when they work at getting their emotions regulated... They can start making the kinds of changes and choices in their lives that that empower them, that make them feel um, that make them feel like they matter again. Yeah, um, and like they can start doing things that they want to do, um, as opposed to being stuck in in the trauma bond. You know, mm -hmm. divorce is a form of trauma. You know, and there's some oh, people totally yeah. You know. Yeah, divorce, uh, the parents divorcing is traumatizing. Divorce on the children is traumatizing. The children are creating all sorts of uh, meaning what that divorce means to them. I must not be a good boy. I must not be a good girl. I must not be lovable. I must not deserve love. Um, I must be, you know, uh, my, my father would not run away if I, if I was a good kid. Um, all these lies that we adhere to when such a trauma occurs. And, and talk about trauma, you know, the, the very first trauma that we experience in life is coming to earth. Imagine your pure, pure light taking right. on a human form and then being spanked <laughs> out of 
of the canal birth, which is real, that's traumatizing, being squeezed in, into that space, right? And then, and then experiencing the separation from your mother, from God first, right? Separation from God first, and then separation from mother, and, and being spanked. <laughs> I, I was asked by an NLP practitioner what was my very first experience of anger, and it brought me to that moment where, you know, who, <laughs> who would it be? Who is this person beating me? <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to, to really go back and search, okay, well, well, I know it's around that, because that, that was the feeling um, I got when, when I got led into that, what was my first experience of anger. And that's very traumatizing, you know, from pure, pure light into a dense body. And then you look around and, and then you are told, don't do that. You're told many things. It's really not your natural self. That, you know, is a crime in itself, but who it, it's nobody's fault. Well, like you said, um, it's externally induced and also internally induced, but it's internally induced because we copied it from someone. It, you know, that, that's, that's what we are. We are a sponge, right? We copy all this behavior and then use it as a weapon to beat ourselves up. And so the crime then gets uh, perpetuated. We don't think, who, who in their right mind would think that they are committing crime against themselves, right? Denying of that gets projected out there, and then that's the, the birth of the blame, shifting responsibility to someone else. You, you fix me. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. The responsibility always lies in us. So is, is there any other final words, uh, Jason? Thank you so much for, for being here. Yeah, I, I would just say for people not to be afraid to ask for help. And in addition to that, um, give back. You know, the, uh, it, that if anything, in, anything that you would see as maybe an external crime against humanity imposed upon you, then take the time to difference, help other people. You know, don't, don't try and fight the system. That's not going to really work. But one, every, one person at a time, start helping people. Take the initiative, give back. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And if I may add, you also said in the beginning, uh, you have a choice. You have a choice to, to choose something better. And that power lies in you. So to utilize the power of choice, utilize the power of asking for help, you know, ask and you shall receive, and then uh, giving back. That, that, that's a beautiful um, way to end this uh, conversation, Jason. I hope we do this again. And uh, again, thank you so much for um, holding space, uh, witnessing my growth, witnessing me, and not necessarily fight the system. This is all about, all about creating awareness, what we are up against. And then now that you know, what are you going to do about it? I hope you enjoyed this episode of Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Vergara. We can no longer be the spectators of our own destruction. Take back your mind, take back your voice, take back your soul, take back your power. Join me again next time for the next episode of Soul Power to the People.